Blog Talk Radio. Your side of volume is way down. Years combined experience of making magic. This is a show on the LMC Radio Network. During each show, Elvira and Phoenix will help you create rituals, make spells, make potions, and much more besides. They'll spend time speaking about different goddesses from all over the world, paying attention to the ancient reverence of long-ago cultures and infusing it with a modern perspective. Elvira, Phoenix, take it away. Here we go, another Friday. Here, Another Friday, but another Friday in a, I don't know, I can't help it, sorry, a brave new world, okay? We'll yeah. kind of use Aldous Huxley's statement. I know it may not be pertinent, but it's can you hear me? Yeah, that was weird. The system muted you, and then I had to unmute you. Sorry about that. It didn't want me to talk about all the Huxley <laughs> in the brave new world. I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we normally are doing the major arcana cards, and, you know, obviously right. we have changed it for today um, based on the circumstances that we are all presently in. And yeah. I guess um, it's we decided on self-care in these these changing times. So yeah. you want to give some of your thoughts about that. I think saying what did we do last week might be a quickie because I know there is things that we want to say, but you know we don't yeah. need to go into it. So I'll I'll kind of go. Tell me what happened on your end since our last exciting meeting on air. Yeah, well, as probably most folks know, the state of California is on a shelter-in-place mandate. Um, but prior to the state being put on that mandate, the Bay Area where we, where Elvira and I live, were put on that mandate. So we've, it's only been since Tuesday, but it feels like a freaking lifetime has happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, I've uh, I'm I'm actually from a, a non-coronavirus pandemic apocalyptic standpoint, and just like the regular life of Phoenix, uh, I got some book edits back. My partner Gwen and I are writing a book about like rites of passages, and uh, we've got our edit package back, and so there's quite a bit of work to be done on you know they want us to add a whole section and switch switch some things around. Um, so that's been kind of my focus for the last week or so. And then, um, you know, normally I work a few days a week in the shop and I had scheduled other people to work my shifts because I was focusing on the book. What, um, some of my co-authors often refer to as book jail, um, just so I could, you know, be solely minded on that. And then as as the news coverage kept coming and things were starting to look a little bit more scary, I was paying attention to all of that as well on, on what to do about the shop because, you know, it's a retail spiritual business. It's not an essential business. It's, um, uh, it is all face-to-face, you know, all of our, most of our readings happen in a small face-to-face context, even though we do offer phone readings, by the way, we do have a website, 
milk dash and dash honey.com. Um, yes, we please. Are, <laughs> yeah, we are still filling orders. Um, and we are, all of our readers have expanded their reading hours, but all readings are happening over the phone, as you might imagine. Um, but, you know, that's kind of like regular life before Tuesday was kind of keeping an eye on, on the global situation and editing. Um, and now my life is still editing, um, but now it's managing my anxiety and trying to stay calm um, and not drive my family insane by following them around with bleach and cleaning products. And every time someone sniffles or coughs, wanting to take their temperature. So, <laughs> so that's me. How about you? <laughs> oh, well, I do- I would say if I went around trying to take my uh, dog's temperature, it would be rather um, problematical. They are my, most of the time, my companions. I do have a roommate. Um, and it's interesting because what happened on Tuesday when all of this was being, you know, the, the local shelter in place had mm-hmm. been um, authorized, I was driving home from work at lucky mojo and i thought okay all right well i still have you know online readings through their 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 division the church and so i thought okay and then you and i had been communicating because you had already done that in the morning so Mm -hmm. readings and all again were you know all have readings on different things so you know monday tuesday wednesday i am still booked through missionaryindependent.org and then through Lucky uh, Milk and Honey it's Saturday my normal time 12 to 5 I may expand it and then probably go on to Hoodoo um, Psychics but at this point um, I was just kind of like puttering along going okay fine and then um, a couple of things happened where um, the circumstances shifted and I came home and Dave said well you know they're gonna. He's gonna be working one day at least at Scandia Design, which is where he's worked for three years. And then they closed everything down. Of course, when um, it became obvious, they were just keeping their store open um, because I think six others had already closed down because they were in other counties. But when Sonoma County did, they closed. So yeah, I my own personal feeling here is um, scary. Uh, you know, I, you know, Dave and I, you know, have, I mean, we don't have the social distancing that you would have out in the world. I mean, we're roommates, so, right. but, you know, and he's very fastidious, and so he and I are very understanding about what we do and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I feel more comfortable about my home and the living environment. Going out, you know, there are things that happen. Like I had to take my car in to be repaired yesterday that had been set up for over a week. And because technically it's considered acceptable under their guidelines, of course, I had to go do that and then, you know, come back and get it and um, do a couple of forays out for groceries and, you know, pick up stuff. So I will be going in and out. And and honestly, uh, I'm... I'm okay. There are yeah. reasons that I might not be okay because the way my economics flow has shifted, as mm-hmm. many, you know, and I have really tried during all of what has been going on to support local environments. Like uh, I have a couple of restaurants that I go to, and they're small. They're little diners. And um, I try to, you know, I try to frequent them and give them, you know, support financially that way. And yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of hard. I mean, some of my routine is upsetting because I don't have it now. But um, I think the thing I'm seeing is that you know the 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 going going to places is become um, an interesting dynamic. You know, do you suit up? Um, you know, and hazmat suits. None of us really at this point, I think, have them. But there's a concern. There's a definite yeah. concern. And uh, I don't know. I am I think the hardest part for me, honestly, and I was mentioning this to Phoenix before the show, is that I have family and, you know, uh, some actual biological family here, but he's, you know, in L.A. Um, but I have a lot of friends that are our family that have been around my life for 30 years. 
Um, and they are sequestered as always because of what's happened. But the thing that really has me disturbed is I'm 250 miles away from my daughter and my granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And um, to get there, I have to get on a plane. If I wanted to drive, which would be, you know, I guess a road trip, A, it's a fairly, you know, longer road trip, and I'd be crossing a shitload of state lines that are already locked down. So there's no way I can get there. And that, I think, is the hardest part for me, is that um, they aren't even local or reasonably local. Uh, So that kind of is the part that I'm struggling with. But like all things, you know, there's a lot of, and I think I'm tired of all of the um, the energy that is being put to the uh, the inciting more fear. Because it's funny, mm-hmm. I was watching this and seeing how people function, and out of fear, they hoard all these things, you know. And some of them make no sense to us, but you know that's okay. Uh, and now, because we're all locked down, so to speak, in a we semi-locked down, we're mm-hmm. um, hoarding uh, or preparing ourselves to, to go for streaming and all this stuff on the Internet. And there's a certain amount of concern because of the businesses that are working over the Internet and moving to over the Internet because of the circumstances to keep people employed, mm-hmm. that the other side of this is going to tip the scales off balance. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, kind of let's let's learn a lesson before, you know, it gets crucial and, and kind of, you know, because health. I have, and I know this is going to sound old and ancient, I have VHSs. I have right. a VHS machine. I have DVDs. I have a DVD mm-hmm. machine. They aren't yeah. the current things, but they're, you know, oldies but goodies, and some of them, you know, just, you know, going back, and I'm thinking, could survive, you know, if that was how you want to use it for distraction. It's just it's been easier to just turn the television on and hit my Netflix or hit my Prime and and go off and you know go there. I do use the, um, I do have Direct TV, so I try to use that more, mostly because it isn't, it's. Um, doing a different communication skill as opposed to, you know, yeah. streaming and something else. Anyway, that being said, that's how I've been doing this. Nice. Yeah. So, um, and, you know, I live, <laughs> I live in a senior park, right? So the over 60, well, it's technically over 55 to be here. And it's very weird. I, you know, um, uh, not that we have had a ton of people running around here and doing things, but it is so quiet, yeah. so quiet. And, yeah. you know, the thing that I have noticed is, you know, some people are out walking, um, but you also have to remember not everybody's capable of doing a lot of walking. Um, right. A friend, of, a friend of mine, actually, I will, I will let you take on, because a friend of mine actually has called this our shelter in place. She's calling it SIP, you know, with the initials SIP. <laughs> sure. And I like yeah. that. So we are sipping right now. Right. So there you go. My humorous moment. So would you like to kick off the self-care portion of this wonderful uh, episode that we have, you know, kind of um, done on the fly? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we've been um, – doing this regular series on working through the major arcana and we decided to pause that series today and talk a little bit about self-care especially during a time of crisis because we are all in a moment of crisis welcome (laughs) (laughs) yes we're all separately in our homes keeping a distance from each other of six feet and experiencing a crisis but um, you know, one of the things that is important to remember is stress and anxiety lower our immune systems. And I keep saying that to myself as if that's going to make me feel better or stop me from having anxiety. And I'm sure I've talked about this on the show before, but I have anxiety. I have a prescription for pharmaceuticals. Uh, I do not take it a, a daily prescription, but when I'm having a, like a, when I'm ramping up or I'm feeling like I'm 
about to have a, an attack, I will use pharmaceuticals. And usually I only use them when I'm on an airplane <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because I'm afraid of having a panic attack on an airplane. That sounds like the worst thing ever. So um, I take them proactively. But I've actually been using my pharmaceuticals the last couple of weeks because my anxiety has been so high, I'm not able to use my regular tricks to maintain it. So I want to name that. Like I get that, you know, we're going to talk about some things today to help lower your anxiety and boost your immune system and give you some peace. And sometimes those things don't work. So, yeah. Uh, And sometimes you try two or three things before you find the thing that does work for you. Uh, I think what's important is to to not give up and not just let yourself fall into panic or stress or anxiety because that's not going to serve anyone right now. Right now we need to be focusing on health and strength and resilience. And, you know, there are lots of things we can do magically and from a mundane perspective to help our bodies feel more resilient right now. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of the the premise. Um, and I have some, some ideas like where to start, but I, do you want to add anything before I start down that road? Um, no, I think that that's pretty, you know, that's, I think, there's a lot of things that we have as tricks up our sleeve that we have learned how to cope with stress. Some Mm -hmm. of them positive, some of them negative. Um, At this point, I would uh, say that sometimes our go-tos are good, like, you know, my comfort food or, you know, uh, something. Um, Taking a, you know, I'm going to use the old, taking a little sherry at night, that kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. But ultimately, there are other things that you need to use during, throughout the day, depending on, you know, what your day looks like. Some people's day is just being sitting and doing, you know, being in the house. That's what we're at. Some yeah. of us um, have things that we will do to go out and come back and deal with the stress of what is like going out. Um, it's fascinating to be in this time. So, yeah, I will just, that was just my sort of like add on nothing really special but go for it start aiming for yeah. what you've got because I think you've got a, a way you're going and I love to follow that yeah so you know I go to a lot of pagan conferences although this year they've all been canceled but that's neither here nor there uh I go to a lot of pagan conferences and they're anywhere from two to seven days long where you're in intense space with a lot of people Um, And although this situation where we're quarantined or um, sheltering in place or whatever the terminology is, is a little bit different than having the overwhelm of a large crowd, the way to deal with your body is kind of the same. And some of the rules at these conferences are like shower once a day, eat at least two meals a day and get at least six hours of sleep a day. So that's the first step, I think, is the very basic functions. You know, we have like the pyramid of needs thing that you learned about in Mm -hmm. like science in high school, you know, or or seventh grade Mm -hmm. or whatever. Our basic needs are air and food and sleep. Uh, And so make sure you're sleeping. And right now, if that means you're sleeping for a nap in the afternoon and four hours at night, fine. That's fine. Just make sure you're getting enough sleep. If that, you know, if your whole schedule's thrown off, whatever, schedules don't mean shit right now. Like sleep when you can sleep. But but bathe yourself every day. Even if you feel like that's excessive, even if it's just getting in the shower and washing your face or getting in a bathtub and soaking for 10 minutes, you don't have to wash your hair and condition and shave. You don't have to do all of those things. If if that helps you feel better, do those things. But at the very least, bathe, get, get running water over your body and make sure you're eating at least two meals a day. I know some people need three meals a day. Some people need lots of small meals a day, but make sure you're eating and make sure you're eating things that are good for your body. You know, my, um, one of my defaults and Elvira mentioned eating the comfort foods, you know, and my comfort foods are like French, French fries and mac and cheese. I can't live on French fries and mac and cheese for the next three weeks. (laughs) 
you know. So, so making sure you're getting protein in your system, making sure you're getting vegetables in your system, making sure you're hydrating, 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 hydrating. Like I don't, I think if there's one takeaway you have from our chat today is to drink plenty of water. Uh, and one of the things, so I hate drinking water, hate drinking water. And I have, um, I have a soda stream to add carbonation because I'll drink bubble water. I love bubble water. I have, um, I always have LaCroix around with like, you know, bubble waters. I'll drink bubble water. But I read recently that um, te- room temperature or warm water gets filtered through your body more quickly. Uh, and I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a medical professional. None of the advice that we're offering today is medically uh, from, given from a medical professional standpoint. We are both mm-hmm. witches. So remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been heating up water and drinking like warmish water, and I love it. <laughs> wow. Who knew? Who knew that warm water would be better? Um, but it's supposed to help you stay hydrated more easily. So make sure you're drinking plenty of water right now. Um, so those are the that's the basics. That's where I would start. Is there anything you want to throw in there? Um, gee, I would probably. At this point, looking at what you're saying, I I agree with everything. I think there are very wise tips. Um, interesting enough is I tend to like um, warm – well, I don't want to say warm water. I, if I'm going to drink something that has a temperature, I like super hot, like super hot tea, super hot coffee. Mm-hmm. But if I um, have water I'm just drinking, it's – I, I don't necessarily always like the ice in it, so I just let it sit at the room temperature, and I will mm-hmm. drink that. And the same thing with the soda water, um, because soda water, of course, it adds, it alkalizes your system. And that's right. another thing that alkalized systems are less likely, much less likely, to get disease. That is, right. it's when you're in an acidic condition, which is another reason why anxiety and stress throw your system into acidity, that's why the, you know, the alkalizing it process. So other than, and again, we're not doctors, but, <laughs> you know, there's enough information you can glean in books if you've got books uh, or Internet um, to find alkaline uh, foods and, you know, yeah. to, to do that as well, to, to add that to your diet. Uh, in terms of that, obviously, you know, there's been a run on, God knows, everything that you can think of in all areas. So um, I would just tell you, you know, just pick and choose and work with it. But, yes, the, the, the hydration is important, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, again, <laughs> I'm going to add to the, the fuel of the fire out there. It means you go to the bathroom more. Which yes. You use your toilet paper. Now, I whether or not there is an issue of reality, there's always a way you can rinse off your areas mm-hmm. without necessarily constantly, you know, doing you know that. And getting in the shower is a very good thing to do just in general. I mean, I love just sitting with running, standing with running water on my body. So doing yeah. the showers is a is a very important thing. It it changes. It's it's for us. Sometimes people do showers at night um, for many reasons. You know, their their schedule in the morning is too cluttered to get in and out in that way, and so they figure they'll shower, you know, at night and then just get up and do their thing. Um, mm-hmm. But I've noticed that for me, always when I shower, my body comes alive. It it it, mm-hmm. gen- it uh, invigorates. So, yeah. That really is an important one. So I think that um, those things in, again, binge eating, things that you need to be careful of because the other part of this is exercise. That's yeah. what I would add. Some kind of actual exercise, whether you put on, again, I'm going to use the old version, the tape or the CD, <laughs> um, you know, a DVD, anything that has the way to get something energizing with with a with an action um right. i have two dogs 
and where I live, I can't just open the door in the back and let them out. I have little areas that they can go in and out on. But these are animals that, even little, need exercise. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were we were briefly talking um, before about, you know, things that happened when I had a very stressful, very stressful time. And this is only one of the things that was suggested is that a very dear friend of mine said, go out and walk your dogs. Go walk those yeah. dogs. Get them out yeah. there. And that's important. You know, yep. uh, you'll notice they had a big article in the Press Democrat today, which is our local newspaper, um, in the local section of people walking out right. in nature or walking paths. You do have to stay your social distancing, six feet distant, and right. you know, da 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 da. But getting out with fresh air mm-hmm. and whatever sun may be happening, like right now, we actually have some sun. We've had clouds. Yep. Is really important. But that was the one thing that saved my butt with yeah. all that had gone on was just doing that. It was a purpose. I had somebody else I had to think about, and Mm -hmm. it made me get out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if they're getting out, no no parks. uh, Now, like, playgrounds are closed, but hiking parks are, and, uh, like, nature parks are are still open. Uh, And at least in the state of California, the fees have been waived, so you can go and not have to pay to go. Um, so it is good to get out and about and get physical exercise and feel the sun on your skin and feel the breeze and have that happen. Um, that is good for your health. And if you can't leave the house, if you can't get outside, at least open a window and feel the sun and feel and look outside and remember that there is an outside at the very least, you know, um, Mm -hmm. taking different things, different needs into account and, uh, you know, go if, if your mailbox is at the end of your driveway, you know, taking your time to walk down to the mailbox or get down to the mailbox, whatever you can do, make sure you're doing it and not just um, locking yourself in a room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, and I understand, you know, some people live in um, certain kinds of apartment structures that, you know, like, of course, Italy, they're talking about people that are basically in structures that have a balcony and that, that's mm-hmm. it, but they get out. Right. And what Italy does is they're singing. Well, they're getting outside and and being able to experience just air and that yeah. open sense of air. And um, I know uh, some people that live in a particular structure that is a senior facility. It's It's not... It's just senior housing, but they have people have balconies and they Mm -hmm. have windows and they, you know, to actually open and be able to move out there is really, really important, if if nothing else. And I agree. Some people Mm -hmm. don't have that, but just get air. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, It's really hard because each of us has a trigger, mm-hmm. and um, I know you've talked about your trigger, and, and you've talked about you know, the way things affect you, uh, and it's really good that people hear this, because uh, none of us, me included, uh, mm-hmm. none of us uh, ha- are without those triggers. Some right. of us may have learned in whatever that it is you have different routes to take, so you've rechanneled some of that. But there's always something that is the deepest part of the trigger that hits. And right. I don't know, maybe this is, uh, I don't want to call it a wave call. Maybe this is something for all, whether you're listening to us or not, but all of us out here in the world to recalibrate yeah. and shift. Yeah. Oh. Hopefully we will do that. Right. Yeah. So anything that you want to add? I Well, actually, I, I kind of want to um, hype for you. I know you do a good job on your own, but there is a book that you are having come out shortly. Is, uh, mm. It's Walking the Beauty Way, and obviously it has, and I'm attesting to this because some of what she 
has in that book. She has also done um, a little mini kind of, you know, workshoppy thing that we did for six weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have to say, I'm glad that our class ended before they did the um, yeah. shelter in place. But there are several things in there I think that would be wonderful for you, depending on how much you want to share, that you might talk about. And we do have, I don't know if we are, we're at our time for a break, but we might be able yeah. to take the break and then you come back and, and do that. Yeah, yeah. I thought let's take a break and then we can, you know, we've talked about some of the more mundane things, but let's talk about some more magical or spiritual things after the break. Okay. Sweet. All right. We'll be back in a minute. Okay. Hi there. I guess I'm here. I don't know. I'm unmuted. Um, so I don't know what's going on. I find this fascinating technology at its most unusual. Oh, goodness gracious, there we are. Well, this was exciting. Can you hear me? Can I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Is there an echo? No. Okay, great. I don't have an echo. Yeah, so um, my internet booted me, and uh, I had to log back in, and then uh, my internet login, it, sh- it shows that I'm still logged in, but you can't hear me. So I'm calling in uh-huh. now from my phone. Oh, my gosh. And here we were talking about the Internet and issues of that nature. And we're yeah. not – yeah. Anyway, yeah. so why don't we just charge forward since they're going to find yeah. at least a portion of the conversation very weird uh, after <laughs> the break. Yeah. And who knows? So we might want to go a little bit longer just to give everybody a feeling that they got an hour. But in any case, you were talking other mundane things that people could do. So obviously you yeah, had some so, ideas. Oh, I was thinking about moving into more of the spiritual realm now. Like, okay. You know, okay. We we talked about some mundane things. Um, and the, what the first thing I'm going to say, it might sound like a cliche because um, because it is. And when I um, first started having my personal journey with anxiety, I had several people suggest meditation to me. And as a witch, I've practiced meditation for decades. And, um, and I find it an effective tool, uh, but I have not ever found it effective for anxiety reducing. And then I've discovered um, I am not a good silence meditator. You know, many many of like the Zen practices and the Buddhist practices um, suggest just sitting in silence and following your breath. Uh, and if any thoughts come up that distract you, to just let them flow away. And uh, I am not good at that style of meditation. Uh, and I've tried for, for many years to get good at that style of meditation. And, and I, I can do it, but it doesn't actually lower any stress for me. It just kind of leaves me feeling how I was. So I've discovered that I need a, I need a guided meditation or I need a musical meditation or I need a chant or a mantra. Um, so 
uh, meditation is highly effective. So I would recommend if you don't already have a meditative practice that now is a great time to start one. And there are thousands of YouTube videos. There are um, apps for your phone for meditation services and practices. And um, I have, um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Let me look on my phone now that I'm on my phone. Um, Oh, Insight Timer is the app that I use. And there is, you can set a meditation for five minutes or five hours and have different music playing in the background or nature sounds, or they have a whole host of guided meditations or uh, relaxation meditations or whatever. And there's also programs you can pay for that are like seven days to reduce your anxiety or seven days to um, relieve stress or, you know, different classes that you can basically sign up for. I haven't done any of their classes, but I do use the the guided meditations and the, the nature sounds quite a bit. Uh, and I know there are others besides Insight Timer. And again, YouTube has a ton of videos and they're all free. Um, but I, but meditation is a really great way to, to bring yourself to a place of center. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Truly, truly. I know that I use, it's funny you say nature sounds. I love the sound of rain and running, you know, mm-hmm. not so much running water, but the rain and then some, you know, like thunder and lightning, but not a whole lot, you know, like in the background. To me, yeah. that is, I used to do that regularly at night. I would put that on and just put it, you know, literally time it and do that. So it's a way for me to stop my mind from running around because I'm listening to this consistent interspersing pattern of sound that lets me just go, ha, and go. Mm -hmm. So so I'm, I'm glad that you pointed that out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the other tool I would offer is um, EFT or the Emotional Freedom Technique. And again, hundreds of YouTube videos about this, but it's a tapping um, practice. And you, with your dominant hand, you tap on these different meridians. You know, there's these, based on um, acupressure and acupuncture, there are these meridians energy flows through your body and and if you press or if you know in acupuncture they put a needle in these different spots where the energy can get stuck or built up or or have problems and in acupressure you press on those same spots that they put needles in in acupuncture EFT is a tapping technique where you tap with your fingers on these different meridians or energy spots where things can get stuck the difference with EFT is while you're tapping, you're also saying a mantra. And you would, what I like about it is I, I find just ignoring um, the negative or ignoring the bad feeling or ignoring the fear, that's not helpful. You need to actually acknowledge, I'm feeling fucking scared. I'm afraid. I'm anxious. I'm nervous. I'm worried. Whatever the fear is, whatever the quote-unquote negative feeling is, it needs to be acknowledged. Just trying to smooth it over or sugarcoat it doesn't actually help in the long run so with EFT you as you're tapping on these different energy points you're saying even though I'm feeling afraid even though I'm feeling out of control even though I'm scared I completely love and accept myself and I tell you what (laughs) I learned about EFT like a decade ago and I thought what a pile of BS (laughs) it just it seemed like a bunch of bullshit uh, a, right. a new age woo, but um, I've been, I, I think I've mentioned this before. I, I don't know, but I've been doing this online class for the last couple of months. And it's one of the tools that this teacher suggests using. And every class that we meet, we do a round of this tapping together. And she recommends like Brad Yates is someone who does um, videos on YouTube and she's recommended him. So I've started watching his videos and he is amazing. Uh, And he actually put out a a tapping video around the coronavirus where you acknowledge, you know, your fear around it and you tap at these different meridian points. And I swear to God, it didn't completely absolve me of any anxiety, but it took me from a nine to a six, uh, which for me was huge. 
Um, and really, it's a it's a pattern interrupter because what happens for me is my little hamster wheel starts spinning, and I can't stop obsessing. And then what I start doing is looking up things on the internet and I start looking at the numbers and I start looking at the number of deaths and I start looking at all of the people in the hospitals and my little hamster starts to freak out and I can't stop it. And the the EFT program, and there are other things besides EFT, I just happen to know about this one, but it, it it's a pattern interrupter. So it forces you to stop the hamster wheel. It forces your energy to shift and it forces you to focus on something else and to acknowledge the fear and still love yourself. Acknowledge that you're afraid and still accept yourself. Um, and I, I, I tell you, you know, I've mentioned before, I'm a skeptic. Um, I'm a little bit jaded. <laughs> and, and it's right. That something like has this had a major impact for me. So I, I highly recommend it. And I recommend checking out Brad Yates because I, I have found his videos very helpful. Um, so, yeah, it's another thing I would suggest. What about you? Well, gosh, golly, gee willikers. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the and it's very interesting because now that we're more or less all of us in our homes, the the thing that you – try to figure out, like, how do I, you know, keep my house clean or how do I, you know, this this place is all cluttered and you know, whatever. It suddenly becomes in your face. There's no question yeah. about that. And so yeah. I think in some ways, just, again, I'm going to go back to a, both a, a way my mom used to say things and then, again, very dear friend. She was a friend of my, actually a client of my husband's and became a friend of ours all together and then when Matt my husband passed, um, she kind of took me in her way. She was an older woman. And mm-hmm. she said, do things, do things, do little Swiss cheese things. You know, if there's something that you see, take a little bite here, take a little bite there. Yeah. And then suddenly yeah. it's all done. Well, my mom used to say, when you're upset, go clean a closet, go clean a drawer, mm-hmm. go, you know, throw out shit. And um, that's another one of the things you can actually do, and it's proactive. Yep. It's something that produces something that you can see. <laughs> and I yeah. think for me it was highly valuable because, um, and I don't know if I've mentioned this, but when um, my husband passed and it was unexpected, and when I say unexpected, he had cancer. It was not something um, that he you know, it was diagnosed later in our relationship, and it did eventually um, take him. And in mm-hmm. the meantime, of course, there was all these things that were going on. Well, by the time he passed, you know, I also had a job, which it's very amusing in a, in a I don't know, sort of a tongue-in-cheek way now, is that the, the circumstances of a downturn in our um, economy – was uh, very close. It happened around the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I was downsized, so I lost my job. I lost my husband. And because I didn't have the economy that my husband was bringing in, I lost our house that we were renting. Mm-hmm. So right. I had to move into something smaller. And so I had this enormous amount of stuff that I had to do along yeah. with all of the grief of all of these losses and fear because, you know, now I was, you know, this was it. I was on my own. And I found that doing exactly this brought me a, it brought something back into my life where I was in control of something, anything. And I think that's part of the other thing because we're all feeling out of control because this is like, well, bigger than me. Well, mm-hmm. there is a control factor, and the things you're talking about, the things that we have talked about, are all part of putting things into control. Taking a shower is in our control. We do that. Right. We have a little bit there. Um, doing the the tapping, it's in our control. We're doing something. Uh, yeah. Cleaning a drawer, looking at the crap that we suddenly just found that we push, pushed into a corner, and, you know, I look at this and I go, oh, good, well, these are going to get shredded or these are going to get thrown away. It gives us a sense of control back, and it's small, Mm -hmm. but it starts the energy shifting and moving away from this other part. And uh, I think that's important now for uh, for those of us who do have yards. I mean, I don't have a large yard. 
but um, going out and doing some weeding. I've noticed that some of my neighbors have done that. They they they, right. they, they get out. It's getting outside, and it's it's not raining or cold. You can do something where it's you know, I was going to do that, but I had 18 million jobs I had to take care of, and I can't. Now you, you know, yeah, it gives you some yep. sense of production. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing I want to bring up is doing spell work. And I've seen, you know, I've been on, um, oh, hang on, I just got a note on our, dashboard here or switchboard that says you are not connected please call in um oh dear that's weird okay i'm going to let's just keep talking because i have no idea i have no idea i don't have any idea either that is so weird because we haven't heard anything tell us no so hopefully people can hear us yes Uh, if not and there's a long time go ahead I'll shut up. Okay. Oh, that's okay. I'm just, I'm now I'm trying to do two things. Are we Are we hmm. Okay. Okay. So, Are you there? Spell work. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, great. Spell so work. hopefully okay. um, we're, we're back on. Everything shows that we're back on. But once again, we had a weird technical glitch. Um, Hope we've been talking for about 15 minutes, so hopefully everyone's been able to hear that part of the conversation. But we're just going to keep going, assuming that you could. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so I was just about to mention spell work. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I just want to note, spell work does not take the place of washing your hands or practicing um, good self-care uh, or keeping your distance from people. I'm not saying that you're going to do a spell over with, right? Let's be realistic. But I do believe mm-hmm. in the power. There is power in prayer. There is power in where we put our thoughts. There is power mm-hmm. in us as individuals. And if we can do things as a group, if, if many of us are putting our energy towards a similar goal and outcome, it has more power behind it. So, I have been doing a vigil for about a week, maybe even more than a week now. I have two candles burning. Um, One is focused on boosting immunity and health and healing and um, strong bodies. And the other is focused on reversing this virus, slowing the virus down, killing the virus off, um, and stopping it. So I'm, I have the sort of this like calling in health and calling away illness at the same time. And, and so these two candles burning, they're both covered in runes and symbols and um, Tempest, um, Tempest Zakroff, for those of you who know she wrote the book Sigil Witchery, she actually created an immunity boosting sigil. So you can find that online really easily, but I'm using that sigil on the candle. And then in the middle, between the two candles, I have a bowl of salt. And in the salt, I have cloves and uh, a bulb of garlic and some bay leaf just as a cleanser of my home, as a protector of my home and my family. So, and I, you know, I I posted this on my Instagram page and several people have reached out to me that they're, they're doing vigils as well. So the more of us that are putting our energy towards boosting our immune systems as a collective and killing this virus, stopping this Mm -hmm. virus, doing this as a collective, Um, you know, the more power behind it, the more effective it's going to be. So I, I invite and encourage others to, to do similar magic so that we can all Mm -hmm. be doing this together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Very good. And um, I'd add, uh, a couple of things that, you know, maybe in terms of stones that you might find helpful, you know, for uh, the same kind of thing. Salt is, is whether or not it is a stone, it does act as a stone in many ways. Um, but I think that uh, depending on, and again, this is what you have at home. You might, yep. you don't need I mean, Going out to get something isn't exactly the way we used to do it. You can <laughs> you know, buy from different 
sources, obviously. Milk mm-hmm. and Honey has a lot of wonderful stones um, at good prices. And But, you know, some things that you might have might be an amethyst or um, an agate. Agate is a common, more, a very common stone in terms of it has a lot of different things that it's been called in different names and patterns. But, you know, there's that um, and hematite and carnelian. I think those are some really good stones for, you know, the protection aspect to protect mm-hmm. your, you know, help the immune system, but protect against uh, some things like that. And, uh, right. you know, in terms of, uh, yeah, that would be healing. That would be also the part of, you know, healing and, and uh, protection that you can use those stones for. So I just... Some of them, look up if you have stones and you know what they are, look them up and see if there's properties you can utilize what you already have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No. Um, yeah, I've been, I have a crystal grid that I have been working with for a while and it's set up for this, the, you know, this ultimate thing that I've been working towards. But I've been looking at it the last few days thinking, I think I need to reset my crystal grid to be in alignment with this other working and for cleansing and health and protection and, um, you know, for my community. So I'm, I, I'll probably do that today, but, you know, look at, look at your current altars. And, you know, this goes back to what Elvira said about cleaning out your house. Like as we're sheltered in place, we're going to, the things that annoy us about our dwellings, the, the dirty corner, the mold in the corner in the bathroom, the wall that's got a spider web on it. Like those things are going to become more irritating uh, and you're gonna, they're gonna be right in your face. So while you're cleaning, you know that's a good opportunity to also do some spiritual cleansing and some resetting of your protections, resetting of your altars, um, mm-hmm. you know, zhuzhing up those things that may need some extra energy, and keeping in mind community and health and protection uh, as you're doing that work. So you know, the more of us mm-hmm. doing this together, the better it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, power in numbers has always been something that, whether it's spiritual or otherwise, has always been yeah. what we've known. And there's enough of there are enough practitioners throughout the area here, the United States and the world, that are part of this. And whether it's yeah. uh, from a Christian background, a Catholic background, a Muslimic background, um, this is when all boundaries are erased really when you right. think about it yeah so um for those i mean and again it's it's putting the energy in and just saying this is what i can do what it fulfills is something that we may not actually physically see happen at that moment but it's the same thing of continuing a process, a practice, uh, something that makes us, you know, be able to take things better that we're getting thrown at us in in different ways. And practical. Um, I understand uh, being on top of all the news and all the information, okay? And Mm -hmm. in our world, that is 24-7, in yep. any outlet that you go to, whether you, you know, you have a phone and there are, you know, notifications that come across or news things that are posted or you get on the phone, television and you watch a show and there's always, you know, a, a blurb of what's coming, you know, in terms of the news at 10 or 11 and, and all that. And you know what I have, truthfully, it is, it is, there is so much I can take in and I go, okay, this is when I know it's going to freak me out. And it's, <laughs> yeah, not ignor- exactly. it's not being about ignorance. It's not being in denial, um, though I do love the Nile River. Um, <laughs> but it is basically monitoring that kind of, you yeah. know, just like um, I talk about a hamster. You know, I used to have hamsters. I Before my daughter, I actually did have hamsters. It wasn't because I had a child that I had one. And I loved the little plastic ball that you put them in and they could yeah. run around and some, and they would tease the cats. Oh, unmercifully because cats couldn't <laughs> get at them and they'd kind of look at them and they go, ha ha ha. So it's the same concept is that there's a, all this stuff coming at you and there becomes a fear that right. allows you of energy 
that it doesn't, it avoids permeation or layers, like, you know, you have layers of, of defenses. It's just when you start doing some of the spiritual meditations and things, balancing is first step, and then yeah. projecting the protection, the, the sphere around you that allows, you know, the good and loving to come in, but the splat of the crap to stay out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you said something just then that, um, you know, reminded me, like, we are bombarded with a 24-7 news cycle, and and social media adds to that. And I know for folks who are, you know, who live alone or who are feeling really isolated during this time, social media can be great and a way to stay connected, and I'm not telling people to not, um, don't stop finding ways to feel connected, but also don't become addicted to watching the the drama. Uh, I saw actually an article today that said you should limit your access to information about all of this to two times a day. If you are one of those people like me, um, I check in on all the websites, on all the numbers and all of the statistics multiple times a day. I wa- I've been watching that number of cases of the virus across the globe tick up for two weeks now at least, maybe even longer than that. And I do it multiple times a day. And that actually is adding to my anxiety. I have, none of us have control, especially once we're shelter in place and we're washing our hands and we're doing all the things we can do. We have absolutely no control on how this is going to play out. Um, You know, we're depending on on forces bigger than us as individuals. Some of that is our government. Some of that is our medical system. Some of that is, you know, a higher power perhaps, but we, none of us know what's going to happen. And constantly consuming that information is not helpful. Um, so, you know, if you need, if you feel like you need the information, like I do limit it to just twice a day, check it when you wake up or check it in the middle of the afternoon or give yourself the opportunity to check if you need to, but don't spend your whole day in front of the news on television and, you know, checking the numbers on your phone at the same time. It's not healthy. It's not helpful. And it's not going to do anything to get you through this time. In fact, it's going to lower your immune system because you're stressed, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, the the thing that I find interesting is um, I have a couple of friends that are out of the area. I mean, like out of the area, one's in Florida and um, so another one is, is out of the area. And they were talking. I, I, I connected with them to see how they're doing and everything. And oh, the one in Florida is saying, of course, we already know that Florida, some of what they're doing there is absolutely ludicrous. It's like everybody's running around the beaches and stuff. So you're like, mm-hmm. are you kidding? But um, the people that have been, shall we say, through hurricanes, and this particular person yeah. had, and yeah. she said, well, they had already just had recently a hurricane, so, you know, they they actually were prepared because they were prepared for a hurricane to shelter in place and, mm-hmm. you know, try to, you know, weather it out. And uh, so the idea of insulation and what you need is there. It's interesting that people with tornadoes being part of their, their lifestyle right. is shelter in place, find a place, have the stuff be, you know, be there. Unfortunately, those of us here and other places that have had to do with fires is that yeah. it's emergency run, you yeah. know, yeah. and have everything ready to run. So yeah. the idea of sheltering in place is so opposite. And I was telling them this. It was very strange. I was saying, these are very wise things that you're doing, and and mm-hmm. I can see this. And, and the other part is, is that in our world here, it's how much can you put into your car and what do you need to do to get out of where you're at right. and, you know, instead of the, the other part of it. And so for, at least for me, um, and that's what I would probably say, is that it's, believe it or not, very strange, it's balancing the other part of the fear factor, kind of a thing and anxiety of having to leave, having to go, where do I go? How do I stay safe? To I'm in, I'm in place. This is where I have to be. This is as much as I can do. I am as safe as I can be in my bubble and, you know, balance it. 
was very um, enlightening for me to notice the two energies. I mean, they're both disaster energies. They're both scary energies. And the Mm -hmm. virus is, you know, a scary energy. But ultimately, you know, um, you have to balance. And I found it fascinating that it brought that aha to me um, to do that because wherever you are, there are crises um, that come. And, of course, you know, the other one that I found interesting is that the middle of the United States is having, and Idaho, and they're having earthquakes. Now, earthquakes, as those of us who live in California know, you don't really have a whole lot you can prepare for. You can prepare to have supplies, but there is nothing that prepares you for that kind of energy going through, you know, happening, like a tornado or a hurricane comes through, you know, fires come through, earthquakes happen underneath your feet. So um, I just sat there and I went, she, mom is really having a moment here. She's, you know, she's really talking to us. And um, we need to listen and we need to connect with her. And I mean that by Mother Earth as much as any mother goddess that we would think of as a external energy. But um, these are all things that happen. And, you know, how much control do we really have? And how can we live harmoniously within that concept? I think is the biggest thing now. Are you there? Are you there? I think we've been kicked out again. I think we've been kicked out again. I had a wonderful monologue, and I don't know if it's even being heard. You still there? I'm still here. What happened? Yeah, no, you you were still on. I got booted. So I'm glad you were having a monologue because that that carried on. I got kicked out and had to. I'm back on my cell phone. <laughs> oh my gosh, this it's is been very a very amusing. So yeah. So, well, I suppose. I mean, we carried on. I don't know between the the ons and the offs. I hope that we could, you know, that our, our listeners will, in podcast form more likely, um, stick with it. Maybe, I don't know yeah. if people can fast forward through things, but um, that we have stayed on and can make, given them at least a, a reasonably uh, connected and, uh, what is the word I have now lost, um, but a, a holistic point of reference from beginning to end yeah. of a show, even with our interruptions of technology, which, again, I am I am stressing, please, please be aware of how much you use because it's not about economics. It's about the actual viability of how much the Internet can handle. And I mm-hmm. know that is part of our lesson of conservation. But anyway, yeah. do you have anything you want to say? Because I suppose it would be wise for us to figure out that maybe it's time for us to um, release our yeah, captive audience. <laughs> yeah, wrapping probably wrapping up is good. And you know, next um, it, 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 next week we are doing our Ask a Witch segment. So if you um, have a question or something you'd like to hear us discuss or a, a situation that's come up in your life or what, whatever, um, you know, go to our website, witchpriestesscauldron.com and put in your question and we'll try to get to it. We get to as many as we can. We don't all, we typically don't get to all of them, but we get to as many as we can. Uh, and then after next week, we'll resume with our major arcana exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in the meantime, you know, stay Stay isolated and connect in other ways and stay healthy and stay safe and, uh, you know, put call on your allies and your guides and your gods to help keep yourselves and our communities safe and um, be careful, you know, sending my, yeah. my love and appreciation out. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. This is a, a time of that kind of energy not necessarily the kind of energies that we've been experiencing before. And I I know that for me, sometimes I have to remember that because of things that are going on. But uh, we will 
still be here um, next week. Um, if yeah. my mom was big, some hell or high water, we will be here. <laughs> so um, Ask the Witch will be fun. We always love to banter and talk about the different things people ask and hopefully uh, give us some real interesting questions. Some of them, you know, depending on our time factor, we can get to. But definitely yeah. um, be safe. And be strong. Be strong. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Witch, The Priestess, and The Cauldron, a radio podcast on the LMC Radio Network. Our podcast airs live every Friday at 6 p.m. Pacific and will be available for download. Questions or comments on this show or ideas for upcoming shows can be sent to our website, and that's at www.witchpriestesscauldron.com. Again, that's witchpriestesscauldron.com. On behalf of Elvira, Phoenix, Alan, and myself, Gwion Raven, a big merry meet and merry part and merry meet again. Blessed be.